innovation comes in different form. It's not just about ingredient innovation. It could be form factor. It could be packaging. So it really depends on what our customer wants. First and foremost, the products need to be approachable and accessible for everyone. So that comes through the packaging, the formulation, the taste. This is C2C, where we cover innovation in the food and CBG business from conception to consumption. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Today, great guest, Rosa Lee, who is founder and CEO of Wild Wonder, a really interesting and differentiated RTD beverage company. So you're going to hear all about it. Rosa, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Gary. I'm very excited to be here. Maybe to start, can you can you just give the folks a little bit about intro about yourself and about Wild Wonder? Yeah, sure. So Wild Wonder is a delicious and bubbly drink that combines gut healing superfoods and whimsical flavors. I like to say it's rooted in culture and tastes like a California produce stand. So the inspiration is really my Chinese grandma. <laughs> Growing up, my grandma brewed these healing tonics with the wild herbs and botanicals that were really great for my health. Her tonics worked wonders, soothing my stomach, lifting my spirit. And she really taught me the philosophy of food as medicine from an early age. So I used to work in a lot of stressful jobs in finance, and I started running into health issues that all stemmed in my gut. So mm. I got my microbiome tested and became a true believer in gut health. So it then really hit me. The homemade tonics that you know grandma brewed for me worked wonders on my overall health. And then there's a perfect opportunity to apply a modern twist on ancient wisdom. So Wild Wonder was born. We launched in 2020 and have just been growing since. So pretty new company launched in 2020. And I'm sure we're going to hear all about your growth. But this podcast, huge topic here, Rosa, is innovation. So mm -hmm. what's the most significant innovation trend that you're watching or you're curious about right now? So 70% of our immunity is actually in our gut and our gut really affects all aspects of our wellness from brain health, energy level, you know, inflammatory response, metabolic response, it goes beyond just digestion. So I'm always thinking about how to optimize my own gut health. Um, it's not something that you can just turn around overnight. So it's about diet, eating healthy. So we don't currently use this this food in our drinks, but our drinks at the end of the day are, you know, prebiotic and probiotic drinks. And one of my personal favorite food items is actually mushrooms, which is something that I've been consuming since my childhood. And medicinal mushrooms have actually been used in Eastern medicine for thousands of years because of their healing properties. So these are, you know, powerful items that contain prebiotics beta-glucans, essentially soluble fiber, and a lot of immune-boosting properties that are crucial to our gut health. So, you know, I'm a personal consumer of, of mushrooms. I cook with mushrooms. I also put some of the more functional mushroom, mushrooms in my uh, smoothie. So things like reishi or lion's mane, I mean, a lot of these more medicinal mushrooms can also be consumed in powder form. So um, pretty easy to boost our immune health these days. And especially given, you know, what happened during the pandemic, a lot more people are 
looking into different ways to、uh, boost their immune health. Yeah, so these are kind of just things outside of Wild Wonder that I am currently looking into. Of- Speaking of personal interest, you seem like you are. Really, an intellectually curious person. What are you researching right now, either for your job, leading a company, or products? Yeah, sure. I, you know, we as a company always want to be at the forefront of innovation. We are the first to combine the two crucial components of a healthy gut. Only one can. A lot of people have been consuming. Probiotics, you know, ever since kombucha started about 25 years ago, you know, people are now more educated about probiotics. Now we see there's more education on the prebiotic side, which essentially is the food for probiotics to thrive, and without which your your probiotics actually aren't that effective. So a lot of people don't know that, and so we're constantly、uh, researching, you know, how can we bring more innovative products to help people on this journey to better gut health. I'm Currently, very focused on our product roadmap. So, what are some new flavors to, I guess, make people enjoy these functional ingredients better? Because, as you know, not all things are functional or tasty, <laughs> and、mm-hmm. in fact, a lot of them aren't. Which is the problem we're trying to solve: is to make the experience of consumer for better gut health more enjoyable. More, and I'm a huge foodie, so I don't believe you need to give up taste for health. So we're working on some really exciting new flavors、um, and working on some new products that can really best meet our consumer needs. That's terrific, and、uh, it, it looks like your company is a mission-driven company. And so, talk to us about the intersection between mission-driven, your company values, and how that impacts your product innovation. We are all about creating everyday wonders, and for those. Undervoiced in our community, so there is that mission piece where we want to not only elevate people's being through better products, but also elevating their doing through our donations and supporting causes that empower marginalized communities. And and we're all about bring better products to the masses. It's not just for one particular segment, but it's really for everyone, the everyday consumer. So first and foremost, the products. Need to be approachable and accessible for everyone. So that comes through the packaging, the formulation, the taste. I would say the reason we launched Wild Wonder, at least part of that, is because a lot of consumers we talk to, they do care about gut health. They would love to consume more products for their gut, but the current beverages on the market, a lot of them are. Highly fermented kombuchas, for example, or drinking vinegars. A lot of customers don't find those products accessible or approachable in taste. So we really want to bring、um, the benefits of kombucha to the masses by taking on the vinegar. So our products actually taste like、um, a California produce stand. That's how I like to say it. It's very、mm-hmm. forward. It's very approachable, and it doesn't have that vinegary fermented taste. That sounds a lot better than "Hey, drink this vinegar." So there's a stereotype about innovation that somebody sits in a darkened room for hours, and all of a sudden a light bulb goes off, and there's an aha moment. But、mm-hmm. I find, speaking to a lot of our guests, maybe there is a little bit of a process or a routine. Talk to our listeners about that. What have you found as a sort of a roadmap for innovation at your company? Totally, that's a really good point because we don't want to launch. 
products that consumers don't want, <laughs> even if you know it's something that's new. So we actually are constantly talking to our customers, at least make an effort to. So we're always conducting surveys and we're conducting interviews, we're doing focus groups. We actually recently did a more well-planned and thought out focus group where we sent our target audience, people who aren't necessarily our customers, but could be our customers, our products for them to taste and experience over time. And these are people from different geographies, from different age groups, from different demographic groups. And, and then we you know, do interviews, video, video interviews with them to figure out how they liked our products and what they didn't like about, about our products, when, how and when they consumed our products to really just better understand consumer behavior. We also do surveys and interviews with our current customers to just receive feedback. And the team also, we have our brainstorm sessions. It's not just something that I come up with on my own. We actually get everyone on the team involved when we look at new products and we have everyone brainstorm the flavors that they want to see and the flavors they think are trendy and what are some new products, new ingredients that our consumers care about. We also look at other companies who are doing doing innovative things in the market, maybe in the supplement space, maybe in other areas where there's a lot of different products are for gut health and especially given how popular gut health as a topic is these days. So there's been super exciting innovation in the space. We have shared Slack and social media channels for everyone to send around, you know, trend articles, things other companies are doing so that, that we can learn from. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's a constant process. It's not a, something that, you know, we just sit down and do once every six months. Lots of consumer engagement, it sounds like. Totally. Good. So talk to us about your products and their evolution over time, whether it's line extensions or new product uh, innovations. Talk to us about the evolutionary process that you've seen at Wild Wonder. Yeah. So for instance, when we first launched, our Wild Wonder was in glass bottles and, you know, innovation comes in different forms and it's not just about ingredient innovation it could be form factor it could be packaging it really depends on what our customer wants and customers always first so after we launched wild wonder we started hearing people say hey you know love the drink but they feel wasteful when they are going through multiple bottles a day the the bottles we used were quite heavy because we wanted to come out as a premium product given how expensive and just high quality our ingredients are everything is you know organic certified we put a lot of thought into sourcing as well so we want to be perceived as premium and people got that at the same time you know they wanted to consume wild wonder as an everyday drink but not just like nurse it over time <laughs> so mm-hmm. we basically innovated in form factor we convert it into these 12 ounce cans that are a lot more accessible and it's easy to carry to work to a picnic people don't feel wasteful it's better for the environment as well it's lighter easier to ship yeah how much how much did you think about sustainability in terms of aluminum recycling versus glass yeah um, we definitely thought about it i would say our the first priority for us is delivering gut health to people. We definitely care about the environment. We never use plastic. We definitely said no to plastic for that reason. I would say aluminum is more sustainable. So we we liked it. 
But more importantly, it's really about you know what our customers cared about. Is How do we deliver, you know, gut health to people in a better format? Yeah, I have to admit personally, when when I go for that six pack of craft beer now, I'm amazed at how much of it has cut over to aluminum, regardless of the price point or the differentiator. And I've gotten to the point where, you know, I don't want to buy a six pack with bottles anymore. Yeah, you know, I think part of it is also through during the pandemic, a lot of people started buying things online and shipping glass bottles is mm. uh, very painful and is, is not great, right? So it's so heavy and aluminum is definitely lighter and easier to ship. Yeah. So any challenges that you that you encountered that you can share with our listeners when you either extended your lines or reformulated or launched new things, any anything that you can share in terms of innovation challenges and how you overcame them? Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of challenges with growing and especially the last two years as as you know uh, the pandemic really disrupted the supply chain so as we were growing sourcing has not been the easiest and then we actually did a pretty good job managing our suppliers because we would have multiple suppliers for the same ingredient or same packaging source so that if you know one supplier's factory had to shut down, we could go to another one. So, you know, it's really about diversifying our resources and our partners. So that's one thing that we had to overcome is to really tackle the supply chain during a global pandemic. The other part was manufacturing. Our, because of COVID, one of our co-packers actually shut down and we couldn't make products. So mm. we were actually out of stock for a long time. Ouch. And Ouch. this is really painful when you're trying to grow and you have customers waiting on products after they send the PO. We had retail launches um, coming up and it was, you know, definitely a very stressful process. So we had to really find, we had to find co-packers fast and onboard fast and figure out ways to, you know, really get our products to market as soon as possible. So I would say, you know, a lot of those are for sure pandemic induced. At the same time, I, I do think that manufacturing and scaling can be an ongoing issue for people who don't have the right players lined up. So, you know, it's not the easiest to go from producing a thousand cans to a hundred thousand cans to a million, over a million mm. cans. So it's, you have to find the right partners at different stages of, of the, the growth cycle. Con- consistent theme we hear, always a challenge working with co-mans and getting that right. <laughs> For sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm here with uh, Rosa Lee, who is founder and CEO of Wild Wonder. Check out their beverages, neat, neat stuff. And I'm excited, Rosa, for your growing category. We've had some prior guests here, like uh, GT Dave of GT's Living, Kombucha. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, the so-called Kombucha billionaire, right? And Allison Ellsworth, co-founder of Poppy, awesome. really f- focused on gut health and, and natural vinegar and all that. Yeah. So it's great. You're all doing terrific. But it does beg the question, how do you differentiate your brand in a, an area that, yes, it's growing, but also has a lot of options for consumers? Totally. I get that question all the time. I'm I'm a personal believer in gut health and I do consume GT's kombucha. I think it's they've done a great job with the products, with the brands. In fact, my team actually comes from GT's. So I love the product. Oh. Um, I would say, you know, we are actually solving something that kombucha isn't solving. So um 
if if you think about the consumer, and this is there's two things that people complain about when it comes to kombucha. One is the vinegary taste, as we mentioned before. Not everyone is able to consume something that's highly fermented and vinegary. So in order to deliver the benefits, then we need to make sure people actually enjoy the product and can consume the product. So I would say the first differentiation is the approachable taste profile. I would call ourselves kombucha benefits without the vinegar. And of course, there's additional benefits in our drink. And then the second complaint that when we talk to customers um, is the the sugar content. So everyone mm. is more health conscious now, and you know refined sugar is inflammatory. So kombuchas and, and sodas, a lot of the beverages out there have high sugar content. So we have ninety percent less sugar than soda and fifty percent less sugar than kombucha. So it's just a guilt free. Uh, treat for people, you know, afternoon pick me up, or maybe it's, you know, a can of wild wonder with their dinner, with their lunch. It really doesn't cause any inflammation. We don't use any uh, refined sugar in our drinks. And then the, the third thing I will mention is really the holistic approach to gut health. You know, we are now more knowledgeable about probiotics, which is the healthy gut bacteria that you need. And now people are learning more about uh, prebiotics, which is the food for probiotics to thrive. You need both and your probiotics just don't work as effectively without the food, right? Similar to humans, we need food to function and to work productively. So we are the first to put the two crucial components to healthy gut all in one can. And I call this healthy gut in a can. So it just makes it easier for you and there's a a quantifiable amount of all the functional ingredients in the cans. We actually put five grams of fiber in every Wild Wonder can. That's 20% of your uh, daily recommended value. We have a billion CFUs of live probiotics and we worked with you know microbiome experts to actually formulate and to make sure we're using the right ingredients. We're using high quality ingredients that can actually reach your gut. A lot of the um, probiotics on the market actually are not that stable, so they're, they might not be alive or they might not be able to reach your gut to really have an effect. So we thought a lot about the formulation, the ingredients, how much to put in. So I would say we feel very good about our, our product's quality and integrity. It's a lot of balls to juggle, you know, reduce the sugar, get the fiber in there, mask the taste problem yeah. you have with some of these ingredients. All, is juggling all that your so-called secret sauce? Well, we do care a lot about our product. The product comes first and to serve our customers. So I would say our secret sauce is, is really everything. So it's not just about the taste. It's not just about the, the sugar content. Yeah. So going back to your origin story and the wisdom of your grandmother and being able to make your product taste, as you say, like a California produce stand, how do you stay grounded in all of that but continue to innovate? Yeah, so I would say, you know, grandma's wisdom really comes through every single product because of the botanicals and herbs that are driving the, the gut healing properties. So we derive the fiber from botanicals and herbs, and that's in every single flavor profile. At the same time, you know, our goal is to make our product accessible and approachable. So it's very fruit forward and all the flavors are inspired by being in sunny California, having access to fresh produce. So if you can see from our flavor profiles, everything is, you know, botanicals plus fruit in all the flavors. 
for instance, our newest flavor, Strawberry Passion, that we just launched a couple months ago, that's fresh brewed hibiscus flowers and paired with strawberry juice and passion fruit juice. Mm. So you see both the herbal part and the fruit part, and that's going to be consistent regardless of what we launch. Sounds delicious. Thank you. It is delicious. I have to have you try it. So, so if potential, you know, retail buyers or potential employees or other entrepreneurs want to get in touch with you to chew the fat, what's the best way? LinkedIn or through your website? Yeah. So we are on our website at drinkwellwonder.com. Uh, you can reach us at hello at drinkwellwonder.com. We're on social at drinkwellwonder. So Instagram, TikTok. Uh, message us we will respond and we retailers and buyers are interested well, we can also be reached sales at drink drinkwildwonder.com great and rosa before we go into wrap up any other words of advice or wisdom you'd like to share with our listeners well just take care of your gut it really affects all aspects of your wellness good advice good advice I want to thank my guest today, Rosa Lee, who is founder and CEO of Wild Wonder, a great new gut health beverage. Go look for it in your local store. Check it out. Sounds like it's not only really healthy, but really delicious. So, Rosa, thank you so much for being on C2C today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to C2C where we cover innovation in the food and CPG business from conception to consumption. Just type the letters C-T-O-C, no spaces, to find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbeam, and Google Play.